Good morning. How are we doing? Thanks for that incredible introduction and uh, those amazing words, Sam. Uh, Sam and I have walked through life for many, many, many years and experienced things that, well, maybe only brothers should experience. <laughs> I would just leave it at that. I'll just grab that table there too, thanks. Uh, can we give Sam and the worship team a hand too, please? Yep. Legend. Thanks, mate. Yeah. No worries. Got my little crayons out there. We're going to crayon level today, which is fantastic. How are we all doing? Great? Yeah. That's great. Certainly really, really great to be here. And it's been a while since I've uh, walked, across this, uh, walked across this platform. And uh, I just want to do a very, very quick thank you to Pastor Julie, who's actually over in sunny Mansfield right now, ministering to uh, our, um, one of the CRC churches in, uh, in Mansfield. And uh, there's a great church in a uh, very, very favourite, personally favourite spot. Uh, of mine. So can we just pray for Mansfield right now? Lord, we just thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you that there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of churches meeting all over Australia right now. But Lord, let your spotlight be on us and be on Mansfield right now. Just touch Julie, just use her as a conduit of your word today in Jesus' name. We all said? Amen and amen. Now, before we open the word, we're getting, going to be getting into Ephesians 2 today, and uh, we're going to be having a look at a, a lot of great things. So I hope you've uh, got your Bible there. If you haven't, now's the time to download the YouVersion Bible app onto your phone so that when we open up, our, open up, our, uh, open up the word today that you've got something that you can follow along with. Um, I just, uh, for those of you who may be new, you may be watching new online as well, um, we believe as a church that it's really important that God gave spiritual gifts to us in order to operate. One of those uh, spiritual gifts in order to, uh, to um, uh, bring community transformation and to help others, one of them is words of knowledge. And uh, having words of knowledge is all about having knowledge about something or someone that I wouldn't normally know. And you might be sitting there going, oh, I wonder what he's going to say. I hope it's not me. Well, it's safe. You're, you're okay. It's all right. Um, that's the first thing. The next thing is having um, the gift of healing. Um, and that, both birds of knowledge and the gift of healing are things that, you know, we can often step into as needed or we can walk in that grace and that favour. And so I just felt that the Lord, we're in a season of healing hope at the moment. And it's not just that we're trying to heal hope, uh, but that God is restoring hope and life into not only our community, but the community and the city of Melbourne. And at the same time, I know that God is healing and touching people significantly. Can I just get a show of hands that over the last, say, six or so weeks, that God has healed you or met with you in some way and has changed something in your life? Just a show of hands over the last six weeks. Just have a look around the room. That's majority of the room in a significant way, in an in, in, in uh, encountering way. And so this may be somebody online, but I'm going to... To, uh, 
I, I'm going to uh, give these words of knowledge and we're not going to spend a lot of time on it because I believe that the Lord is already bringing healing into these areas. I believe that somebody here has been experiencing ab abdominal pain. I, I haven't got any more information than that. But if that's somebody in the room, you can just show me a quick hand. And if that's somebody who's been experiencing ab abdominal pain. Okay, abdominal pain. We've got one. We've got two. How many others? Three. Any others? Four. Right. So when five, we notice something here is that there is often a word for one person, but often God particularly is wanting to move significantly, significantly, I'll get that word right, in the room itself. You ready? Yeah. You're gone quiet. Now, this is not a time to be quiet, all right? This is partially a teaching moment, but it's also an experience and it's a contact sport moment, okay? All right, fantastic. So we are all in this. This is not just Pastor Matt getting up here, flashing a few magic tricks. This is us pulling together, okay? So those people who raise their hand, just I, I know who you are and I know where you live. No, I know who you are and, and, and I believe that the Lord is going to heal though that issue and take that pain away. Not only just take that pain away, but, 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 but adjust the issue. I don't care what the issue is. God knows what the issue is and and he's going to adjust that so that's the first one somebody here who's been having um i i interpret it as pain or trouble in their left ear is that anybody here today one anybody else two anybody else <laughs> sold to the man in the no <clears throat> okay so that's two people <clears throat> Now, I don't know, I honestly don't know whether that's deaf, deafness, <coughs> excuse me, or it's, or it's just simply pain. <coughs> excuse me. Anybody here got a cough? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, the third thing is I, I, and I know this is a pretty common thing, um, you know, if anybody's shoveled any dirt in their backyard recently, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting a sense that and I'm not saying chronic back pain, but constant back pain. Anybody been dealing with with fairly constant, and I, I interpreted it as lower back pain. Anybody? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Can I get a tenth? <laughs> tenth. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> I was only joking, Glennis. <laughs> okay, um, so lower back pain. Okay. So right now, I am estimating, it's just an estimation, that about 85, these three words that the Lord has given me for today, um, words of knowledge that I had no knowledge of. I have had no knowledge whatsoever. Well, I've been away, so it's hard for me to know any of this knowledge. But it's hard for, I have no knowledge of that pain. That is a word of knowledge. Why would God give a word of knowledge? Because he wants to do something about it. Are you ready? Yes. He wants to do something about it. Yeah, but Pastor Matt, not everybody gets healed. You know, I, I've stuck my hand up once before. That's okay. The Bible says some were healed straight away. Some, went, some were healed as, as they went. So in other words, they went through a process of healing. How many have experienced the process of healing itself? Amen. Yes. Now, this, this gift you too should operate in. Okay? Often all it takes is if you, if you just... Take that little step of faith. That's all it is. Okay? So 
And when I say operate, you can, you, you can Lord, where's that car park? <laughs> you know, a knowledge that I know nothing of. <laughs> Eastland Parking Centre, West, Westfield shop, uh, Shopping Town. What do they call it? Shoppy. Not Shoppo. I was told off about high, from high school age students. It's not Shoppo, what's that? So Westfield, Doncaster, like finding a car park on a Saturday or a Sunday in that place is not heaven, let me tell you that. Um, uh, um, so these are, these are words of knowledge that you can operate in. Amen? Okay, I like that response. That's a great response. And so, okay, so, so and again, I'm not, pre, I'm not here for that response. I'm here so that you apply this to your life and you have change in your own life and in your own spiritual journey. Amen? So, <clears throat> amen? But I'm not here for the amen, am I? But no, I'm joking. Okay, so abdominal pain, left ear, and back pain. Okay, so in a normal in a normal area, thanks, sweetheart. You're amazing, isn't she amazing? Um, I need that later. Um, <clears throat> there's two other things. Now that's physical healing. I'm talking about physical healing. I need to hurry up. Physical healing. Okay. The other area is is a emotional state or a spiritual state. That is that you feel as though you have lost direction for your life or you are in need of direction, but it's a significant loss. Now, I'm not saying something's changed and now I feel a sense of loss. I'm, I'm talking about lost direction, okay? I believe the Lord today is going to meet with you. His promise is to meet with you. Is that? I'm not going to ask for a hand of that, Okay. I believe that the Lord is going to meet with you and set a new vision for your life and fulfill words that have been spoken over your life previously that are true and right. Hello? Can anybody just relate to that? You could just go, yeah. Hmm. Okay, there's a few people. So the other one is that somebody has been asking the Lord for a significant encounter. Well, you know, that's me, Lord. But... But uh, a significant encounter, I just want to say it's on its way. So if that's somebody here, it's on its way. Now, the other thing is here is you, you might be sitting there at the same time, and I've seen this happen as well. You might be sitting there at the same time and go, gee, I've never thought of that. Yeah, that would be good. I'll stick my hand up for that. Okay? You, you, that may be you. That's Okay. Because these words are for specific, but these words are also for those who are hungry. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? Jesus had no word of knowledge. There's a woman here that needed healing. But she reached out in faith and said, I need that. And received that healing. You can look that up. But, but if that's you, that you go, oh, gee, I've never thought of really asking the Lord for an, a personal encounter with him, I, I want to tell you the absolute truth. You can ask him of that today. Okay? We talked about it in worship, didn't we? To see you highly lifted up. Open the eyes of my heart to see you. That's about an encounter with him. Amen? Okay, so right now I'm just going to ask everybody to stand and what we're going to do is we're going to pray through these 
areas and through these things. So right now, I'm just going to ask you guys particularly of these words that were uh, particularly for you, particularly for you, that you, would, um, that you would just post yourself in a way to receive. And it's a bit like this. If I was giving this iPad to Tim, uh, he wouldn't keep his hands in his pockets like they are. Oh, here you go, Tim. And he'd like go, oh, gee, thanks. You just stick it under one arm. You know, he wouldn't do that. He'd posture himself to receive that gift. What I'm suggesting is just simply posture yourself to receive this gift. So you just might put your hands out like that. You just might want to put your hands up like that. There's no, there's no indication of greater faith this way as there is this way, okay? All right? You, want, you, know, you might want to kneel. You may feel that you want to act this out in a special way. But right now, I believe that God is going to touch significant ab- abdominal pain, left ear issues, back pain, people who feel lost in their direction and people who are asking him for significant encounter. Are you ready? So just posture yourself right now, however you feel. You might want to close your eyes, open your hands, but significantly be ready to receive. Right now, Lord, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your presence in this place. I thank you, Lord, and we give you all honour and all praise. And if you're watching online, this includes you as well. Right now, thank you, Lord. I thank you for your presence. Hmm. I thank you for this moment. Already there's change taking place. Father, right now, Lord, we ask that pain to go and whatever is causing it in the name of Jesus. You might want to just put your hand on that area. If it's in your stomach, just put your hand there. If it's your ear, if it's your back. If you've lost direction, it might be your heart. Right now, God, just release that now in the name of Jesus. Healing, wholeness, vision, change, life change. Now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You might be feeling a sense of warmth over your body. You might sense that something has shifted. Thank you, Lord. You might have felt that that pain has just gone straight away. Now, if it hasn't, that's not because God's not moving. He is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You just might want to say, Lord, I receive your touch. I receive your healing today. I'm not going to let this pain, I'm not going to let this discomfort rob me of what you're doing in my life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Now, who sent something shift? Boom. Fantastic. Back. Come on, no pain? Yeah, good, 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 good. Awesome. Praise God. Wow. You see, the smile on Lola's face is more than the smile that you're giving me right now. Huh? Those who are being touched 
have a new encounter with him. Praise God. Who else felt something change? Your neck? Yeah, praise God. Pain gone? Come on, give him a praise. Anybody else sense that something's changed? That's cool. Yeah? Yeah, fantastic. Come on. Praise God. Praise God. These are encounters. Yeah, praise God. All right. So um, everybody else say, I belong to a church family that God has placed me in. I belong to a kingdom where there is always health, always life. I'm part of it. I'm doing it. I'm in it. And I believe that I belong to Jesus. High five somebody virtually and sit down. <laughs> awesome. Praise God. All right. How many sense that even an atmosphere changes? It's just like everything's just charged that little bit more, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Fantastic. All right. Open your Bibles to chapter, uh, chapter 2. Open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2 and uh, we are going to dive into some, uh, some scripture here and uh, it's going to be great. Today's, uh, today's message is simply I belong and it's not a, uh, a um, internet provider or, or anything like that. It's the simple truth that when you understand that you belong, when you understand who you belong Two, when you get that sense of family, that actually impacts who you believe yourself to be. Amen? How many know that we often identify ourselves with family? You know, you know, I'll walk in the room in some CRC functions and they'll say, definitely, you're one of the Wyatts. You know what I mean? Because, anyway, because they recognise, they've known the family for, for, for many, many years. Um, some people don't recognise, but anyway, that's, <laughs> that's their power of observation or lack of it. Um, there, can be, there can be areas of, um, of the fact that um, uh, when we get to have a sense and a new sense of belonging, then what actually takes place is that we live in a different way. We walk in a different way. We walk with a different purpose. We see with a different purpose. Um, if uh, if uh, somebody who hasn't experienced family, whether that's through um, you know through the fact that you know family has has maybe passed away when they were young or those senses, that person often has this sense of uh, I'm lost. Who do I belong with? Who do I go through life with? And you see, as humans, we are created to be together. Amen. The greatest, uh, the worst thing that you can do uh, to a human human being is to, uh, is, is to isolate them and put them in, in uh, isolation because we are made to be connected. We are made to walk together with others. And so many times people find the others in a church community. Sometimes people find those others in a local netball club, in a football club. Sometimes even, yes, I'm going to say it, people find those others in a pub. You know, one time I was working on a house this is way back in the uh, college, uh, CRC um, uh, Table College, Bible College days. 
And, uh, and uh, on uh, days I should have been studying, I was too busy trying to put petrol in the car and, and I was working on a friend's house out in, uh, out in Seville. And, uh, you know, we would finish, we'd start early and sort of finish up in the afternoon and, and uh, a friend of mine would, would say, come on, you know, let's go grab a meal, I'm starving. And so we'd, we'd walk into what we found out to be the Seville pub, right? And uh, where, anybody know where Seville is? Beautiful neck of the woods, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, I'd walk into the Seville pub. Now, I don't know what it's like that, now because I haven't been there for years, but, you know, I'd walk in and it's like, you know, back then it was like the, the cracked vinyl on the seats, you know those bright orange seat vinyl seats and the, the cracked vinyl with the stuffing coming out, you know, the, the you know the foam coming out and everything. And it was like it was like in those Western movies when they walk through it's nothing like this, but anyway, I'm gonna describe it. It's like in those Western movies how you know they walk through the you know the double doors into the saloon, you know, and it's <laughs> you know what I mean? Chink, chink. That was in my mind anyway. It was nothing like that. But, and, and slowly, everybody who was there turned around. And they look at you and you go, <laughs> yeah, we're foreigners here in a foreign land. You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's the old boys who you don't sit on old Bob's chair because that's his. It's shaped to his butt. It's his, right? You don't sit on that chair because that's Stewie's. That's Robbo's. That's the only chair that you can sit on is the park bench out the front, right? And that's the bus stop. So on your bike, son, get out of here. But the, the point is this, is that you'd walk into places like that. Some churches are like that, by the way. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> not here, praise God. But like when you're new and when you have, don't have that sense of belonging, you feel like a foreigner in a foreign land, right? It's strange to you, even though people are talking the same language, they might dress the same, they might look the same, everything like that. You don't know them. So until you break that barrier down, you don't have that sense of belonging. I'm here to tell you today that your sense of belonging is in the family of God. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've come from, what you do, what you've done, what's been done to you, through you. God takes you through the spirit of adoption and picks you up and places you strategically exactly where you need to be. Exactly where you need to be. Sometimes that need to be is, I don't feel comfortable. But sometimes that feeling of discomfort, God is using in your life to motivate you for life change. There's this situational awareness of where you step into and you go, okay, God, help me be more aware as to the purposes of what you're doing in my life right now. That change, that adjustment that takes place in our life. Can I get an amen? Amen. See, we are talking about the fact that we belong, we belong, and we belong in a house that Jesus builds. Let's finally get to Ephesians 2. Are we good? Yeah. You with us? <laughs> I forgot what time I meant to finish, Sam. What time am I meant to finish? About four minutes ago. All right. So Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to hit this hard and fast. You ready? 
Um, Ephesians 2. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read 19 and 20 and then I'm going to backtrack a little bit because it's important for us to read what's leading up to this moment and this place. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 19 and 20 says this. Now, therefore, why is it there? For. It's there for this reason, right? Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building, verse 21, being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are also being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Now, the screens, the screens won't have all this. This is why it's important for you to follow along with your Bible. If you go to verse 1 of Ephesians chapter 2, you'll notice something. <clears throat> um, a sense of belonging um, often only comes after you know where you've been. Uh, who you are today is a product of several choices that have been you have made as well as those around you. And so you here today, you, you may be sitting here and you're not happy with yourself or, or you may not be happy uh, with the situation of your life or where you are at right now. And that, that might be in areas of your job, it might be in areas of your personal life, it might be in areas of your spiritual life or emotional life. But the truth of the matter is this, we are a product of the choices that we have made and the choices of others around us. And when I say others around us, you know, what I'm saying is um, if somebody crashes into you, uh, while you're driving and causes a serious injury, it's not generally because of a decision that you made, it's a poor decision that they've made and it's caused an injury to you, right? Okay. Uh, if you're young uh, here today, I'm not trying to differentiate between young and old, what I'm saying is if, if you are um, under 18, let me put it that way, you, uh, your parents have a... Um, your uh, Parents or carers have a responsibility to make choices uh, for you and partner with you in those choices so that you can learn to make great choices in life later on. Hello? How many know we're not trying to raise kids, we're trying to raise adults? That's a word for some adults here today. So, okay. So, um, right now, there's Ephesians 2, and we look at the first three verses. And I'm going to start with the first three verses because they're very unhappy verses. Are you ready? But it's going to get better. Turn to the person beside you and say it's going to get better. And you, and you he made alive. Starts off all right. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and, in sin, and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air. Now, who's the prince and the power of the air? Satan, Lucifer, the devil, right? Um, uh, the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Uh, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Who's feeling good right now? 
<laughs> right. Okay, so it sounds like the Sons of Anarchy series. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Home and Away on steroids. It's like, it's like really, really, it's Young and the Restless, please don't go there. Sort of like it's fulfilling those desires that are not okay, all right? Um, the difference is this, is that often we need to understand where we've come from. And you might say, yeah, but Matthew, I... I never signed up to the sons of disobedience. <laughs> I've, um, I, I, I've never, you know, conducted myself in the lusts of my flesh. Really? Really? I'm a red-blooded male. <laughs> I'm a senior pastor. This is something I constantly have to remain accountable to my wife with. Deathly silence. Why? Because we all, we have to have that sense of belonging to one another, often for our own accountability. And you see, what happens is when we begin to uh, walk alone, what happens is that we begin to walk unaccountable. Hmm. Okay? That's why Jesus talked about that he's the good shepherd. He'll leave the 99 to go after the one because the 99 are still in community with each other, but the one has gone and gotten lost. That's why it's so important, the news of the prodigal son coming back. The father was always watching for him. Amen? So uh, I want to dig into this a little bit more, uh, perhaps another time, but fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Yeah, but Matt, I've never sped in my life. Really? <laughs> You've never disobeyed a stop sign. <laughs> really? Um, and of the mind. Yeah, but Matthew, I've never had an unholy thought. <laughs> I remember what my mother used to do in church. Somehow, I reckon she knew I was having unholy thoughts. <laughs> When is this service going to end? That's, that's not an unholy thought. It's, that's a very real thought. Um, the point is this, is that like often, you know, I'd be sitting somewhere and she'd go, that's once. And you'd get a second chance. That's twice. If I was doing something wrong, you know what I mean? Now I know, if the third finger went up, watch out. Watch out, right? Anyway, so w- what I'm saying here in hopefully a humorous way is that before Jesus, before you gave your heart to Jesus, the truth is this, you were ruled by the lusts of the flesh and of your mind and you were basically living under the power and the control of this world being the prince and the power of the air of this world. Fact. Yep. All right? But I've got good news. You see, when you look at this scripture, there's three verses that describe the way you were. But there's seven verses that describe who you actually really are today. And it's important that we know that we're fitted together and we have this sense of belonging together. It's important because we start to live in such a way that we respond well to who Jesus says that we are. Because we don't want to be associated with the sons of disobedience and the sons of wrath and anger. Amen? Hello? 
We don't want to live like that anymore. We don't want that in our families. We don't want that in our communities. Amen? Amen. It's my choice. No, 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 no. It's Jesus' choice because you're living your life according to what he's saying about you. Amen? And so it goes on in verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, everybody say great love. With which he loved us even when we were dead. So it says, even when we were living like that, even though we were lost in our own muck, what ended up happening is that through his great grace, through his great love, he picked us up out of that muck and placed us into still mucky, into this place of belonging. Still mucky. And he says, you know, I'm going to take you through a process of becoming unmucky. I don't even know if that's a word, but you understand what I'm saying. Even when we were dead in trespasses. Now, that's a significant thing. Even when we were dead, what that means is this. If I died today in this muck, I would be eternally separated from the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I would be destined, and let me talk about it, I would be destined for a place that the Bible calls hell that was actually created for disobedient angelic hosts. We now refer to when the Bible calls demons, of which Lucifer is eventually going to go there. That's what that was designed for. It wasn't designed for us. But that's what happens here because of his great love. He's picked us up out of that put us here put us here even when we were dead in that right now now remember i'm trying to remind you what you were so that you can understand who you are hello and raised us up together and made us sit together everybody say together in the heavenly places oh together's good but together in heavenly places is better you ready so together Together, together, let's say together, together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his, in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, for by grace, everybody say grace, you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works. So it's nothing that I can do myself. That's the, that's the initial salvation. Now, after that, there's an important things that you need to do. Important things, of which there'll be a part two to this. For by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So in other words, hey, I did it myself. I made it into heaven myself. I did it my way. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Don't clap, just throw money. Um, it's not anything that you have done yourself to take that's taken you out of this mark. Well, let me put it this way. You said yes. You saw Jesus as this hope and you went, yes. Yeah. I'm tired of this mark. I'm tired of this struggle living for myself, just trying to... Uh, I don't want to be lost anymore. I'm going to say yes. And this new creation takes place with better sound effects than that. That was a bit guttural and 
But this new creation takes place. I'm going to take us later on in the year through an ep- a long series called New Creation. That's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, verse 10. For we are his workmanship. Do you know what that actually describes, his workmanship? You are God's poem and his work of art. What? What? Man, the statue of David has nothing on you. The best Leonardo da Vinci design, nothing compared to you. The best rocket ship that Elon Musk can muster up himself, nothing compared to your intricate design of how your emotions and your spirit and your body interact in a whole being. I tell that to Anna all the time. Look at that. Wow. Isn't God amazing in the way that he's created? I look for a reply, but there's often that. (laughs) Just dead silence. (laughs) Created in Christ Jesus for good works. So we've, we've been created from this moment of muckness into not being mucky anymore, and we are created for good works. In other words, we've been created to do good things on the face of this earth. Really good things. And that's vision and things that God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I'm going to end there. I didn't even get to draw noughts and crosses on the, on the whiteboard. That would have been fun, wouldn't it, Olivia? <laughs> Hangman or something. Listen, what God is doing in the church today is he is mobilizing her to stand and rise into a place of authority in the community that we can lead from a position of serving as opposed to a position of telling. Some of our greatest leaders in our community are people who are dedicated to serving the community. Why? Because Jesus said these words, the last shall be first. You want to be great, then be small. And that's not talking about church size or only small acts. What that's talking about is the willingness to love others, the willingness to step into that place of, I found a place where I belong, you can too. Amen? Stay tuned for a part two. I'm really looking forward to it. Who felt something change as we share the word right now? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's just give the Lord a praise right now. Thank you. Sometimes we are just in need to administer the last two minutes of a service. Um, I went to a great concert once and I went for three hours and I loved it. And then I went and saw a really great musician and he sat there for half an hour and did what Matt did just then in like 10 minutes. It was a great word. No problem with it. Probably didn't go long enough for you to realise just how good it was. So the good thing is during the week you can watch it back. Um, and right now, I do want to shout out Rose just in the midst of everyone and say, you know all that midweek content that pops up and things like that? That doesn't happen because of me. Because I don't even know my Facebook password. 
Doesn't happen because of me because I don't have an Insta. Doesn't happen because of me because I'm still rocking Twitter and nobody else thinks it's a good thing. You know what, Rose and the team around Rose do that. So this week when you get those Mother's Day promos roll in, can I ask, can I plead, can I beg, can I really just say, if you just push that little like thumb, it matters. It doesn't matter so I can say we got 227 likes. The way it matters is Facebook says, oh, people are interested in this. I might throw it up somewhere else. And that just helps get some, some a little bit extra exposure around our Mother's Day service next week. So right now, just do this for me because that's the same thing. <laughs> I like it too. So we'll see you at 9.30 next Sunday morning. We're very, very excited about it. There's Rose talked about this morning. The red carpet shall be rolled out. All sorts of goodies and all sorts of fun. Fantastic. So you may or may not know that uh, during our services, we have a team of praying, of people praying uh, for this time that we spend together, praying for those that are in the room, as well as praying for you who is, who is watching online. And some of the words that have come through for today really, really line up with some of the things I know are already happening. But at the same time, remember that thing that I shared about that you go, that's a really good thing. I'd, I'd like to lay hold of that myself. All right, you ready? Some of these things you might like to lay hold of yourself, aside from Sam's phone that just needs unlocking. Fantastic. So um, there's one that is, is this. If anybody's been um, experiencing dizziness, vertigo, or blood sugar issues and diabetes, today the word is um, that God is looking to heal you of those issues. Uh, the, the encouragement is this, speak life and healing and hope into this. So the Bible says the power of life and death is in the words that we speak. Speak life and healing, hope into this and just watch. Those plans of the enemy are obliterated. I love that word. It actually sounds like what it means. Obliterated in the presence of the Almighty God. Amen? Amen. So, yep, praise God. Um, let's, let's just press into that moment when I've finished uh, with them. Another one that says that Jesus is saying, there's not a place you are standing that I haven't already stood before. And there's not a pain you are feeling that I haven't experienced before you. Go in my strength and in my power and be healed by my name. So that's what we were experiencing earlier on, remember? And, uh, um, and this one I know is significant in people's lives is there is the restoration of families, healing, rifts, disputes, and old wounds. There's an anointing on that. Um, necks being healed. Um, uh, healing is free because the ultimate price has been paid. So can we just enter in faith? Just, I don't know, clap, just lift your voice right now. Lord, we just thank you for those areas and those things. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So why don't you stand up with me? Just because you're about to walk out the door and grab your coffees and things. It's not to sit down again. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, God. We thank you for the, the moments in this morning that create momentum of, of how you're moving across this church and across this city. Right now, we just remember all the community around this place and we say, be saved in Jesus' name. Help us to continue to connect with them as we do through, through CareNet and our midweek meetings and our opportunities, but more and more within each of us. Help us talk to our neighbor next door about you and invite them and help us talk to our friends at work about you and invite them and just let us tell them how they belong here too. Not just us, but how they belong here too. In Jesus' name, we all said amen. Amen. So we'll see you online and we'll see you in the room next week.